A colonic is a really over-the-top enema. And if you haven't had one before, it's an experience. Are you having lunch? Enjoy your lunch, listeners, as we're listening to Reba talk about a colonic. Welcome to Living and Learning. I'm Reba McIntyre, and I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Melissa Peterman. Well, good morning. This episode's about wellness, the state and practice of being in good health, from colonics and immersion therapy tanks to eating healthy and simply taking a moment for yourself. And we're going to tackle it all in this episode with two amazing guests. Chef and vegan food influencer, Tabitha Brown. She's a hoot. You're going to love her. And our good friend, singer, actress, Chrissy Metz from the hit show, This Is Us. What do you do to take care of yourself? I have a lot of different things and some of my go-to things, which is usually outside. I love to walk. I like to be, you know, in nature. The world is a little bit crazy. And I think that what I've been struggling with during these crazy times is that I'm motivated to really take care of myself for about two days. And then I sort of lose the will to do it. And I think that's a struggle that I'm having. And I would like to maybe learn something about how I can keep that motivation to treat my psyche and my body well. How about you? You know, something I've really found out that no matter how much I want to improve my physical, if my mental's not there, it don't help my physical. I've got to be in the right frame of mind, positive. I want to stay positive through everything. That way, then I can help my physical self. You need both components. But don't you think it's a little bit of a little vicious cycle that uh, I, my mentally I'm not feeling great. And I know that if I just would go outside and walk or, you know, maybe go get a massage, I would feel better. But then you don't do it because mentally you can't. But if you did, you mentally would feel better. So it's like a cycle. And then, <laughs> you know, I realize if I do go outside, if I do go walk, if I do just, you know, take a bath or, you know, give myself a facial, I will feel better. And that will make me want to get up and do it again. Like when you take Take care of yourself, it begets more taking care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a cycle, but at least we're thinking about something positive. I don't think a lot of our listeners would think this. I mean, I know that I was surprised when I realized you will try anything. Like, you've really explored all arenas of self care. Yes, yes, I do love all avenues of it. I love alternative medicine. This is what it's all wrapped up to me in a nutshell is that. God gave you this body and God wants it to be in good working order. Well, he should have given me a receipt because I'd like to return some (laughs) portions of it. (laughs) Ridiculous. All right. Keep going. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Blood flow is everything. I've gone to different people that help me with that to get that blood flow going. If you've got blocked energy, then that's when the inflammation kind of gets in there and goes, oh, good. I got a place to stay then you got to get that stuff knocked out. I go to chiropractors to help that flow, to break up the block sections in my body that my body can heal itself. Like when your chi is blocked, is that what it's called? Yeah, that's one of the ways, yeah. But it's energy. I, I use a mat that I call my beamer, and I lay on it, and all it does is magnetic energy to help things flow. And then it's got a strap that is more intensifying. When, Like if my shoulder is hurting, I lay the strap over it. So- how often do you sit on your beamer? I've seen your beamer mm-hmm. at your house and I've, I won't lie. I wanted to sit on it and be like, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> Wouldn't that be neat? 
I try to do it every day. Some folks had it kind of on the floor and their dog got underneath it. Their dog was drawn to it and it made them feel better. So if an animal is, you know, they're so smart anyway, and if they knew that it would make them feel better for their arthritis and their joints, then of course it would help people too. So that's when it started kind of two years ago. And it does make me feel better and it relaxes me. And you lay down and you have time to think, to pray, to be grateful, be thankful. And so it's got a lot of great benefits. I love that. Can I try it when I come over? Yes. And that's what I like better than being on medication that will suppress whatever's going wrong. I want it to be open and flowing so my body can heal it naturally. You have to get the bad toxins out. I like to release the toxins, get them out, get out the bad feelings, the negative energy, forgive, be grateful and thankful. So what is the weirdest, the most interesting or the strangest thing that you've ever tried to do some self-care? Well, I think colonics was the most, do what? You're going to have what? A colonic is um, really uh, over the top enema. And when you do it, it's uncomfortable at first, but it does release stuff that comes out. Maybe we should have prefaced this if anybody has a, you know, uh, maybe the children should Enjoy your lunch, listeners. Yes, exactly. As we're listening to Reba talk about a colonic. Yes. If you haven't had one before, it's an experience, but I did feel a lot better. I did a series of five days in a row that I totally felt better by the end wait, of it. In a week? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Wait, wait. Like every day? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on, Mel. You could do it. I'm sure I could. I'm sure they'd be like, ma'am, you need to get yourself like a 20 appointment <laughs> punch card. <laughs> That's a commitment. It really is. I mean, after the first, you're like, I'm not doing that again. Well, it's kind of like, well, you stirred stuff up. You really need to go back again the next day. And then you feel better and you go, well, okay, I want to do it again. So three to five in a row consecutively is really good for you. Wow. I haven't done it. I'm addicted. I love it. Cupping. I did do that one time. That kind of hurt. And then you've got these big old hickeys on your back. (laughs) Yeah, but that's also drawing the energy up. It's just like, don't wear a swimsuit the next day. Right. I've done the infrared sauna, you know, where you go. It's sort of like... Infrared? Is that what it is? It, is it infrared infer? or infrared? 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 I always infrared. thought it was infrared. I'm not sure if it did anything other than a regular sauna. I mean, it felt good and it was warm and I got sleepy and I napped yeah. when I got home, but yeah. I, I don't know. Perfect. So you needed that rest. So I suppose it works, but I wasn't sure, like, what is it? What is the extra infrared or infrared things doing. I wasn't sure. And I, well, you know what I do want to try? I want to try the what? cryo, the freezing. Well, tell me about that. What is it? I don't like to be cold. Well, it's where you do it for like 30 seconds or a minute in like a tube. I don't even know what the temperature is, but it's really super, super freezing. And it's supposed to help inflame joints, aches, pains. People seem to love it. Let's try it. Let's just say we'll both try Okay. It. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it with you. Okay. How big of a tube do we have to get into? <laughs> Same time? I don't know. <laughs> Get over, Melissa. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to find out all the new kind of stuff that we can do. Tabitha Brown's going to be joining us here in a second. She's a small-town girl from Eden, North Carolina. She's a food influencer who got her big break on TikTok, and she's turned vegan. So you guys stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up next. All right, as I promised, we have our expert today. Melissa and I are 
thrilled to welcome to our podcast, Tabitha Brown. Hey, Tabitha. Hello there. So excited. Thank you for having me. <laughs> our pleasure. Give you a little background on Tabitha. She became a vegan after she had chronic headaches and it totally alleviated them. It did. Tell us how that started. I woke up in 2016. In January, I had this headache, but it was in the back of my head. I had a car accident when I was in high school, so I'm so used to having neck pain, right? So I thought, oh, it's probably my neck again. But this pain went into the back of my head and it rested there every day for a year and seven months. Oh, my gosh. Some days, of course, were better than others, but a lot of days it was very debilitating and I would when I would walk. I had chronic pain throughout my body, chronic fatigue, sleep all day, all night, just could not get well. And yeah. the doctors couldn't figure out what in the world was going on. They, you know, I went, I don't even know how many MRIs I had and blood work after blood work and everything would come back normal. So they just were, you know, clueless. They couldn't figure out why I was having this. And about a year and a half into it, my daughter came home from school one day and said, hey, if you saw this documentary at school, mom, I think you should watch it. And it was What the Hell on Netflix. And I thought, well, first of all, it ain't every day that a, a child, a teenager comes home <laughs> and they to watch a documentary, right? <laughs> I was like, pop, 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 honey, we got to watch this thing. And so uh, we watched it together as a family. And it was kind of like a light bulb for me. You know, when they started talking about all diseases are not hereditary, is that we eat the same thing causing the same disease. And for me, the light bulb was because my mom died at 51 of Lugaris disease, which is oh. a, a rare disease. They can't tell you what causes it, and there is no cure. Right. And people in my family get diseases or die young um, or have these illnesses at young ages. And in that moment, I thought, well, what's the common denominator? And the only one I could really think of was meat. And I thought, it's also the only thing I haven't tried, because I had tried every drug the doctor gave me to try to feel better. I was the guinea pig. Because when you're desperate, honey, you try anything. Mm-hmm. And so I d- told my husband, I said, you know what? Let us do a 30 a day vegan challenge like together. You didn't tiptoe into, you know what? I'm just going to give up meat three days a week. I may be going to just go vegetarian. You went full on vegan cleanse for 30 days. How was that? Yeah. You know what? In the first 10 days, my headache went away. Wow. And I knew I was on to something. You know you, how you've been in pain for so long. You don't even know what normal feels like anymore because pain is your new norm. I remember I was walking through my kitchen and realized that my head wasn't hurting. I was like, oh my God, my head ain't hurting no more. And I remember calling my husband, telling him my, my headache is gone. And, you know, as the days, you know, went on in the 30 day challenge, I started getting energy again and oh. it just kind of started to leave my body. And I thought, I'm on to something. I think this is going to be my path. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. On day 29, I told my husband, I said, I know tomorrow, if, you know, the 30 day challenge is over and we were just doing the challenge, but I'm feeling so good. I think this is my path. I think I'm going to go vegan. I'm not going to stop. And I remember my husband said, that's great, baby. Tomorrow I'm going to need a piece of chicken. And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> you're on your own, girl. <laughs> and, you know what? and I was all right with that because. Sometimes the biggest decision we got to make for ourselves, we got to be willing to make it alone, right? True. And I never went back. And it's been three years in August. So did you just cut out meat or was it dairy? Well, see, I'm allergic to dairy. Right? Oh. So I had had a progressive allergy that almost killed me early in my 30s because my throat started to close. Wow. And I didn't know. But all my life, when I would have cereal with regular milk when I was young, I would feel really not good. Mm-hmm. And by high school, I myself had already tried to put myself on like... 1% still no help. And then I had 
started doing soy milk in my early 20s, thinking I was lactose intolerant, right? And then, I, you know, as I got older and started doing my own research, there's no such thing. If you have a reaction to it, you're allergic to it, <laughs> period. Wow. Yeah. And so I didn't have that problem that a lot of people have with giving up cheese because I had already had to give it up. And don't you think the options for vegan foods you can buy in stores and restaurants has completely changed and that there's so much more to offer? Oh, my God, honey. It's like they blew the roof off of it. It's so much stuff now. I was a vegetarian for five years from 15 to 20. I stopped eating meat then because I had like uh, female health problems. Like my menstrual cycle was terrible. And so women, red meat is not good for us when it comes to, you know, cramping and bloating and all that. So I, I was in so much pain back then. I said, well, honey, I'm going to get rid of everything. So I'm not going to eat any meat, right? So back then, all we had was like morning star, right? The little, the, the little morning Right, the little breakfast sausages and like the black bean burger and a few of the garden burgers. It's all you had. That's the only thing in the freezer section. That was it back in the day. And so then, of course, you know, 20 years later, I, I had went back to eating just chicken and fish. I, I had never had red meat or pork in over 20-some years. And so I never went back to that. But the things that we have now, oh, my God, even just in the last year, mm-hmm. so many options. Um, and I'm a firm believer in whether you're vegan or not. Too much processed food just ain't good for anybody, right? But it's a great option to have when you're starting or when one of those cravings hit you out of nowhere. You're like, oh, God, I don't want to. I want to backslide into the, my old ways, Lord. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of sound like you went cold turkey, but ah, get that cold turkey. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but don't bump. Good but, one. Good uh, one, Red. Good one. Yeah, thank you. And, but, you know, if you do go vegetables, fruits, mm-hmm. but you're just starving to death for some meat, where do you go? You got options, right? So if you are one of those people that need like fake meats or some the substitute, you got Beyond products, you got Gardein products, you got... Uh, golly, it's so many, depending on whether you want sausage or you want a burger or you want something that feels like chicken. So it's fake meat. It's good. There's some good stuff out there. I have to tell you, the texture has completely changed and I'll choose to eat that instead of meat now, which I never thought I would say in a million, million years. Things change, don't they? They do change. So many. (laughs) So you're you're a huge superstar on TikTok. What do you love most about doing your videos? Because they're so much fun to watch and your family is just wonderful and the recipes are great. What do you love about it the most? When I first started, you know, I used to do Facebook. I started my original platform was Facebook for the last couple of years where long videos, I would do my live cooking and all that. And so when I first got on TikTok, I thought, Lord, how in the world am I going to do a recipe in 59 seconds? I don't know about this. But when I figured out the recipe, <laughs> per se, when I, figured out, I was like, oh, this is fun. I can do a recipe that could take me 45 minutes in 59 seconds. This is amazing. Right. So I just love the idea of condensing something down that can take a long time, but you can look at it and, and see how simple it can be. Uh, that's one of the, the highlights for me. What do your fans love the most about the recipes you share? Is there a favorite that they've come back to you that they love? People just always say they love my boys. Oh, well, I can see that for sure. <laughs> it's so soothing. Tabitha, I love how you still make Southern style comfort food, but in a healthy way. I need that because, you know, I grew up, everything we had, every meal was fried. Yeah. Everything. And chicken fried steak with cream gravy over mashed potatoes and green beans. That's my favorite meal besides beans and cornbread, fried potatoes. Got to have something fried every time. <laughs> so making the alternative, and but also have that favorite spot in your heart for your Southern food. How do you do that? You know what? I always tell people, I sure didn't stop eating non-vegan food because I ain't like how I taste. 
I love, you know, some good fried chicken and now I fry mushrooms, right? Oh. I still make my gravy. Uh, yeah. I still, you know, have cornbread and greens and mac and cheese and yams. and Oh, my gosh. Everything I always had is just I don't have to meet with it, right? Right. And I always tell people, too, we have to remember what we really are craving is texture and the taste of plants. Nobody ever craves the taste of meat without seasoning. Good point. Good point. You crave the texture. And then you crave the seasoning. And so if I could figure out how to make plants have the right texture, because I already know how to season it. Mm-hmm. And then I was all right. And that's what I've done. And I always tell people, figure out the vegan option for your favorite non-vegan meals. And I always start with the list of things you can't have, because the things you can't have, that list is smaller. Uh-huh. The things you can't have is thousands upon thousands of things. But the list of things you can't have is just meat, your dairy, your seafood. Wow. Okay, what about eggs? Eggs you can't have. Can't have that. Anything that comes from an animal. Yeah. But I like that we're still like trying to slide some stuff in though. That was good. I mean, what about, <laughs> I mean, Tabitha, what about cheese? Like, I mean, you can have like a pizza, right? You know, <laughs> that's all. Once that, that, that counts. <laughs> all right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with our expert, Tabitha Brown. We've got Tabitha's five wellness tips coming up right after the break. All right, we're back with Tabitha Brown. We've got Tabitha's five wellness tips. What are your main five self-care tips? Okay, so look, I have my little list here because I have a whole bunch of tips. I'll go on and Uh on, but I'm going to give you my five, okay? Okay. But my number one that I always tell people is putting yourself first. Wow. You can't pour into others empty, right? Yeah. So in order for me as a woman to be the best mom, the best wife, the best friend, the best daughter, I got to be the best version of me first. So that only comes with putting yourself first, right? Right. And then, of course, in the state of the world right now, number two, I would always say you got to recharge. You got to unplug sometime. Because, honey, this world, the social media, the TV can drive you crazy. Sure can. You really just got to recharge, whether that is taking a walk, honey, just, you know, distancing yourself from a little bit of everything and people sometimes. And so mm-hmm. people work your last nerve. You wake up with nerve and, and honey, they tear that last one up before noon hit. <laughs> That's so true. How do you do that? Because you have two kids and your wife. And how do you do that when we can't really go to a ton of places? Like, how do you take time for yourself at home? Honey, you know what? Get in the shower. They won't follow you there. <laughs> oh, I, I have gone to the bathroom, locked the doors many, many times. Right. You got to lock the door, especially when you got little ones. Because my son oh, yeah. in there, if you're on the toilet, he don't care. And, and act like he's having a full conversation. He don't see you doing anything. Okay? I know. I know. And if you have animals, right? One of the things for me is it's such a great time is to just take my dog on a walk. Mm-hmm. Get the leash, honey. You and the dog go on a little walk. The dog happy. You happy. And then you have your moment there. It's yeah. I love that. Yeah. My son said he wanted a dog, and now it's my dog, right? So that's how that happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll walk it. We'll take care of it. Yeah, we'll pick it, up everything. We'll pick up the poop. No, they don't. They don't pick it up. Uh-uh. Number three is kind of back to what you were saying, Reba. Be okay with having your comfort food, right? Be okay with that. Sometimes we have to give ourselves permission to have a little bit of comfort food and be okay with it. Some people, we get afraid of having comfort food, especially during quarantine, People are like, Lord, I ain't going to work it off. And I've already gained my quarantine. Uh, quarantine. So, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. right. 
But be okay with giving yourself a little bit of comfort food because we need it sometimes. What's your go-to, I want to feel good food? You know, I love a pizza. I love mac and cheese. And you know what? I love a good tomato sandwich too. I'm big on bread. Yeah. Number four is use cooking, as I do, for a little getaway sometimes. Oh. We can't travel right now. And so sometimes I just, you know, I got a big imagination. So I cook Mexican food, honey, and think I'm somewhere in Mexico, child. You know? Oh, <laughs> that's a good idea. You know, sit somewhere different in the house and enjoy it and, and act like you're on vacation, honey. Talk to people who ain't even there. I do that often. So <laughs> that's my favorite part. I think you got that in one of your videos, like, it's just a different place to sit in your house, even if your shirt is wrinkled. That was my favorite one. I love that. Even if your shirt is wrinkled. And then number five is create a space for yourself when you need it. Sometimes you just got to go get in the shower. If that's your space for that moment to just get some clarity and breathe, you know, changing your atmosphere, whether you maybe can take a walk to a park and take you a blanket and, and maybe sometime your park might be your front yard, you know, or your backyard. Take your blanket out there honey, and sit down and just create a different atmosphere for yourself. Sometimes you just got to unplug and get away from it all. Oh, Tabitha, you've been a huge inspiration for me, and I know all of our listeners, too, of uh, just a bright spot in her day. Aww. Things aren't going right. There's always a way to find a better way, and you're a great testimony for that. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys. And if you all want to feel better every day, be sure to follow her on every social media platform because she will make you feel better and she'll inspire you and make you happy. And her voice is amazing and you'll eat better and everything will just be better if you follow her. That's what I say. And you can find her at I am Tabitha Brown. And that's also her website. I am com. Thanks so much, Tabitha. We appreciate you very much. Thank you, guys. Look, I always tell people, go on about your business, baby. Have the most amazing day. But even if you can't have a good one, don't you dare go messing up nobody else's hand. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Thanks, Tabitha. Have a great day. All right. You too, guys. Bye-bye. What a great conversation we just had with Tabitha Brown about food, self-care, and just life in general. We're excited to welcome now to the show another big believer in the importance of self-care, Chrissy Metz. Welcome to the show, Chrissy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really well. We've got, of course, your old buddy here, Melissa Peterman. Hello, is here Chrissy. with us talking. It's so good to see you again. You too. It's been a while. It's been, been a while. while. We know. we we met when you stopped by the set of Baby Daddy, and then yeah. we, I continued to stalk you several times since then. She's bad about that. I am bad about that. I feel very special, so thank you. <laughs> you? <laughs> yes. Well, on behalf of all of the folks at the Academy of Country Music Awards, that was the first time I got to meet you when you were on the show, and I literally chased you down backstage and said I wanted to meet you. We got a picture taken together, so I know. thanks for doing that. Oh, and your voice you? is lovely. Oh. And I got to see you at another function here in Nashville. Well, thank so, you. I, I'm literally You're a blushing. great singer. Literally, my face is red. Reba McIntyre You're so said. sweet. Oh, my goodness. So, um, yes. Okay, so you play Kate for This Is Us. You don't know when you're going to go back into production. We're all waiting and waiting. So are we. We should be working right now. And we've had a couple Zoom calls because I think we all miss each other. So yeah, we're, we are waiting to get back to work too. And have you been talking to some of your castmates throughout all of this as well? Yeah, I mean, we have a text chain 
We're like, uh, when is work going to happen? What's going on? What's going to happen next season? Okay. And so, you know, and your character, Kate, you know, she deals with sort of childhood memories, associations with food. You have a book, This Is Me, and you talk about that too. How much do you feel like diet culture is, is it self-care or is it not? Do we put so much emphasis on the diet and exercise is part of self-care? Is it? Because people say, you know, we we all know. We, I mean, I, I struggle all the time. It's ever evolving, right? So for me, I grew up that, food was love. Like when you're sad, you eat, when you're happy, you eat, when you're you celebrating, know, when you celebrate when you, stuff, it's when like, you celebrate, I deserve yes. this. I deserve yeah. this. Yeah. And so food becomes sort of one of those things that you fill a void with when you're like, okay, f- food is fuel and that's how it should be used. But when you're basically deprogramming yourself from like what food means to you and how I know specifically for me that I will look to it if I'm trying to soothe or if I'm angry. So they say like when you eat something that's creamy or smooth like ice cream it's because you're soothing yourself if it's like something crunchy like potato chips you're angry so all those things I just try to be cognizant of like okay how am I feeling today and why am I overeating about this and so I think that if we can be gentle with ourselves in the process because it is a process that you can sort of undo the idea of why we fill a void with food or why we lean on it as a crutch and it's also not about the food, right? It's never been about the food. No, no, it's never. Right. <laughs> never about the food. Everybody uses something differently to sort of fill a void or to to feel better. I Somebody said once that um, you're either trying to feel something or not feel something by filling a void with whatever it is. Right. Could be social media, gambling, drugs, alcohol, food, right, right. whatever, you name it. So for me, it's just like, how do I intuitively eat? Like, let me eat when I'm hungry. Let me not you know, overeat and watch what I'm eating. But I think we beat ourselves up for eating what we've eaten and then we feel bad for eating it. So we eat it more. No, I don't eat to live. I live to eat. (laughs) It's a social thing for me. When somebody says, you want to go out to eat, that's a social thing. And then I say, what are you hungry for? If they say pizza, I'm going to go to pizza and I'm learning. I'm trying to go what's best for my body. Because here's a thing that Tabitha was talking about. She was saying for self care, you've got to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know, we always put God first, others, and then us. So if in your self care category, it's kind of like diagramming a sentence. If you put yourself up there and take care of yourself first, you could take care of others. Kind of like if you love yourself, you can expect someone else to come in and love you. Mm-hmm. So are you good at that? Or are you not good at that, taking care of yourself? I'm learning. I'm definitely a work in progress with, with that because I'm a middle child of five kids and I was always sort of a diplomat, you know, and like, is everybody okay? Is everybody happy? Oh, am I happy? Am I okay? You know, I always was taking care of and making sure everybody else was okay. So yeah, I'm reprogramming that in my life. I'm like, oh, right. What do I want to do? What do I need to do? All those things. So yeah, it's not easy um, and I don't do it perfectly, but I definitely have been making huge strides. So there's forward motion, ladies. (laughs) Good. So today we're wanting to talk to you about something a little bit different is wellness and self-care. Yes. So we're going to ask you a few questions and see what you do to make time for self-care in your daily life. Yeah, that part. Yeah. (laughs) So what do you do? You know, this is going to sound crazy, but it's taken a pandemic for me to take my vitamins every day. Because that takes time. (laughs) I totally get that. Listen, it does take time and I take about eight or nine of them now. Chrissy, I'm just telling you, you're talking to Reba. Reba's a vitamin queen, too. She's got like, she takes so many every day. Yeah. Oh, perfect. 
Yeah. And so that, and I start many with lemon water. I know oh, yeah. Sounds, oh, it's a great cleanser. Absolutely. Prayer, meditation, a journal. Yeah. Those things sort of like set up the day for me. And I start with a gratitude list and that helps me to sort of like, before I start the day, before I pick up my phone, I'm like, okay, thank you for waking me up today. Thank you for my sight, for my you know, ability to walk all the things that we might take for granted, but those things set up my day for me. I love that. Do you stick to that morning routine? Like, are you able to do that every morning? You know, I try to do the gratitude list in my bed before I put my feet on the ground, before I get up. But if I don't, and I'm like rushing around because I'm waking up late because I got home late from work or whatever, I'm like, oh, um, <laughs> I will definitely do it like while I'm getting ready or on the way in while I'm listening to, you know, like music that sort of sets up the tone for the day. Um, but I definitely try to do it, even if I don't do it perfectly, I just still try to do it. Yeah. And you just said you listen to music. What kind? Yeah, I listen to some worship music, some kirtan music, just anything that's positive that, you know, there's some music. I Listen, I love to cry and we know that, right? <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, if I'm not getting in the mood for a very emotional scene, I'll, I'll listen to some just uplifting stuff. It just depends on what I'm in the mood for. But sometimes yeah. it's pop, sometimes it's reggae, sometimes it's worship music. It just depends on my mood. And what's your favorite Reba McIntyre song? She makes me ask this of every guest. I'm sorry. I just have to get that out. Oh, my gosh. How can you choose? I know. They're like donuts. They're all good. <laughs> they are. <laughs> the greatest man I never knew. Is, I mean, oh. I just. Yeah, I cry. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I have a question. What is the weirdest thing you've ever tried for self-care? And it could have worked or not. But what is the weirdest thing? You're like, you know what? I'm going to try that. Oh, let me see. Like, have you done the sensory deprivation tanks or I any have. of those cupping or any of those things? Okay. I haven't done cupping, but my co-star, Chris, who plays Toby, he does it for his back and he loves it, swears by it. But I have done the floating tanks. Those things are amazing if you ladies haven't tried them. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> I haven't. In unison. They're no, but really, I, but they're I really, really want to try it. Here's my thing. Was it claustrophobic or were you able to let go? No, it wasn't as claustrophobic as I thought it was going to be. And because something like just happens when you're in, you know, obviously there's salt in the water, so it helps you to float. And I think if you can just shut your brain off for just a little bit, you sort of acclimate and you're like, oh, this isn't so weird, but it's not tiny. It's definitely like, okay. there's enough space. Like you're not going to be like, I'm literally in a ball trying to lay in the water. Like, there's definitely enough space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've heard it's fantastic. I guess in my head, I sort of envision this, you know, old school sauna in like the back of a cabin and they lock me in. And like, I know that's not what it is, but I think I would like it. Everyone who's tried it said that you just come out feeling so peaceful and like it was meditative. It was meditative. It was sort of, I went back and forth in time and I was like, wow, it was very strange guys. I was like, is this like a a multiple life thing? Like, is this past life regression? I was like in a war. This is so crazy. And I was the soldier. And I was like, wait, is this a metaphor for my life? Like what? I thought I saw Jesus, like very, very interesting things that I could not explain. The second time I did it, nothing. So I think it all just depends on where you're at mentally, emotionally. Or what was in the water or whatever. <laughs> or what they, put in, what they put in that water. Yeah, I don't know. I've had interesting experiences. Wow. Now, I don't know that I've done Reiki. Is that how you say it? You yes. said you've done that? Yes. How was it? I love it. Um, it. You know, Reiki is an energy clearing or healing. Yeah. And you can do it remotely. So I have a woman who she'll just call on the phone and we can like she'll 
focus her energy on my energy and try to get energy yeah. that's trapped in my body. And Love that. I think if you subscribe to it, like you definitely can, for me, it definitely does work. I find it to be very helpful. Like I had a pain in my elbow and I was like, what is this from? And she's like, I think it's trapped from the relationship with your sister. And I'm like, wait, what? And yeah. she worked on it and I'm not kidding. It hasn't been, hasn't hurt since. So now I'm a firm believer that where you store your hurt, your anger, all your problems, that's where you're going to have health problems. Yeah. I mean, that's what they say. Like you're creating this ease in your body. So this ease in your body. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's like trauma or something that you're holding on to, and our muscles have memory and listen, I'm no expert, but this is something that I've experienced myself. So yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with you. That's so awesome. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. When you're doing a real emotional scene, how do you let go of that energy? I mean, if it's even a negative, how do you just release that? As you guys know, you're both actresses. Like you sit in that scene or that space for so, I mean, people think we do it in an hour and sometimes it takes 10 hours. You're like, okay, but music helps me release it. A bath, you know, if I meditate, just some way of like letting go of that energy. Because your character, Kate, I mean, you have had some big stuff, especially yeah. like season four. And you have huge emotional and giant subjects that you're dealing with. So I can't imagine leaving the set and be like, all right, I'm going to stop it, <laughs> get a Frappuccino. Like it's a lot of toll on your own self. Yeah. I mean, thank goodness for therapy. And that's why journaling or like just having somebody to talk to, whether it's a friend or a family member, just like letting it out. Because sometimes you're holding something in because you can't quite let it all out on set. And then you get in your car and I'm like, ah! and I'm like sobbing <laughs> all the way home, you know, or sometimes I'm like, I woke up in such a great mood. And then now I have to be like, in this really, you know, sort of sad, depressive state, <laughs> because I'm going through something really difficult. So every day is sort of different. But yeah, you have to like learn how to release it because you can't hold on to it. But it also is cathartic for me because mm -hmm. sometimes I'm going through stuff and I'm like, oh, I can release that through that particular scene. You mean something you've been holding for a while? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe deep down and you're like, oh my gosh, this is really tapping into something I should have addressed a long time ago. Exactly. So I'm like, that's okay. happened to me. Yeah. Music does that to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm like, I didn't even know I felt this way. Like what is going yeah. on? That's pretty good therapy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Melissa and I have been talking a lot about how important friendship is. Well, during this time especially. Well, we have each other, and you have your best friend, Donnie, right? We see him all over your Instagram. I mean, Donnie and I, we've known each other for 18 years, and um, we've been through, you know, eating ramen noodles together, and now we get to go on great vacations and do all this really fun stuff. So we processed everything basically together, and... Uh, thank God for him. He's actually standing to the right of me right now. Oh, <laughs> like a Roman chair because he doesn't want to move. <laughs> he's afraid he's going to mess something up. Um, hey, Donnie, like, come say Re hi to us. Reba said hi. Melissa said hi. Can you show your your hand? <laughs> see there's that friendship always, support always always me. perfect always, always helpful literally i'm like i don't know how to feel about this and i don't want to and he's like okay all right and so we literally i can't tell you how many hours we spent just like sitting on the couch processing Excellent. crying yeah isn't it amazing how our friends like we're often better in other people's crisis but when it comes to our own we have no idea what to do so i could say the the most perfect thing to reba or to you to anyone else and i'd be like i got it figured out this is what you got to do let this happen let this go but when it comes to myself i have i'm saying all the wrong things so you yeah. need that other person 
yeah, that perspective who like knows you in a different way and sees things differently. Yeah, for sure. And can tell you exactly how it is without sugarcoating it, no BS. Right. And and then sometimes I just need to vent. I don't right. want an answer. Right. I don't want a solution. Just I just me. want to vent. You know, go put the phone down, go get a cup of coffee, come back and I'll be through. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we all want to be listened to. Yeah, absolutely. We want to be heard, for sure. Yeah. Chrissy, do you have a daily mantra? Yeah, Is it I, mantra or mantra? I think tomato, mantra? tomato, however you'd like to say it. But lately, it's been surrender and trust is my mantra. Oh, love that. <sighs> yeah, that's, it, that's it's big, a practice. Chrissy. It's a practice, but that's big, especially now, like everything that's going on. And I just have to surrender and trust that there's a bigger, better reason for what's going on and why it's uh -huh. going on. And then also the small things, you know, in my life that seem trivial compared to whatever everybody else is going through. So yeah, surrender and trust is my, my mantra. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. What's yours, Melissa? You were saying earlier, tell Chrissy. I had said that my sort of life one, when I ever have moments where I'm walking into a situation where I'm overthinking it and thinking about what I need to do, I just say, you know who you are, so be her. And that's always- Isn't that cool? I love that. And I do too. It's like, why am I overthinking this? Melissa, you know who you are, so just be her. You don't have to be anyone else. Don't worry about it. And so that's sort of the one that has been a life, or as long as I can remember, sort of my- my big time mantra. And my mantra has always been treat people like you want to be treated. It's just simple as that. That's so beautiful. Okay, so we have a game. <laughs> I know, I love games. All right, we're about to play a little game we call For Real or No Deal. I'm gonna list something that is a form of self-care. We're gonna go around the room and find out if it's for real or no deal. So here we go. Korean sheet masks. I say for real. For real. For real. Yeah. For real. I love yeah, them. Yeah, don't you put them over your face and, um, yeah, they're real. I think they totally work. And sometimes you just leave them on and you look better anyway. Just leave them on the whole day. <laughs> Here we go. Healing crystals. I say for real. For real. Absolutely. God gave them to the earth. You dig them out of the earth, you've got your crystal. Why not? I mean, I'm with you if like they're the real crystals, but don't you feel like sometimes people are just selling you like a piece of glass that's not a real crystal? Well, that's why you have to know, like if there's bubbles, I think there's, it's glass. And I think that if there aren't um, like striations that are like records of history from the earth, okay. I think oh. there's different ways to determine what's fake and what's what's real. So. Wow, I didn't know that. Anything that, I mean, it could be a glass of water. If you have something to channel your energy to make it better, I don't see a problem with that. Okay. And I've seen scientists say that if you talk to water sweetly and then freeze it, it's real pretty. But if you cuss it or be mean to it, it's just like in, you know, terrible fragments. That's right. All right. Getting a massage for real, no deal. Oh, for real. Definitely. For real. I was saying that's what I miss the most right now. Right. At this point, I'm just like going up to trees and like pressing my back against them. At the, you know, I mean, I just am so desperate for <laughs> like in the door a massage. <laughs> or like I'm laying on tennis balls or yes. like getting those like two liter bottles of like Pepsi and just like laying on them. Okay. Taking a candlelit mud bath. I went on a bachelorette weekend and there was mud baths that were on offer. I'm not getting in that thing. First of all, A, I don't know if I'll get out. Let's be honest. I'll be stuck <laughs> like Chuck in that thing. But also my publicist got in it and you have to get naked. 
And that's dangerous. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm with you, Chrissy. I'm, I'm sure people love it. And I guess it raises your body temperature, helps you sweat, you know, detoxifying and all that stuff. But I can't do it, y'all. I mean, I know it's no. for real, but it's not for real for me. <laughs> so no deal. No deal. I, yeah. I say no deal. Yeah. I'm going to say no deal, too, because I think it, it's either like a mud bath you don't really have at your house with candlelight anyway, right? Like that mud bath is like true. It's somewhere else where they've got mud. And where'd that mud come from? Well, maybe when you get in the tub, it wasn't. And then you got out and like, oh, goodness, I needed to take one of those a long time ago. <laughs> okay, sleep. Sleeping eight hours a night. For real. For real. Yes. For real. For real yeah. for me, too. Do you do you need eight hours, Chrissy? I need at least six. But it also depends on when I go to bed and also what I watch before I go to bed. Because yep. that taps into your subconscious. And so, like, that is important, too. So, sure does. Can yeah. you always get six hours of sleep? Or no, no, no. Okay, no. I, no. I wish I could, but no, I can't always. I'm a big proponent of a disco nap. Twenty minutes, lay down, and recharge. No, I can't do it. Can't do it Me either. I'll I'll fall out for three hours and then lose something. There's... And then you feel terrible yeah. when you wake up if on on a long nap. But a little power nap is probably really good. I wish it could. Yeah. Okay. Celery juice. I know it's for real deal. Yes. It For is real. so hard to drink, y'all. I, 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 I love it. Um, I, yeah. I'm going to say no deal because I haven't been able to make it. <laughs> I mean, shoot, if you can shoot a shot of tequila, surely you can drink some celery juice. I could do a shot, but people drink, you know, like 16 ounces. Oh, big glasses. You do yeah. that, Reba? Um, oh, yeah. Okay. And you like it. Yeah, it's a diuretic and yeah. it, it just helps clean out everything. And so, okay. yeah. It's great in a Bloody Mary. I mean, it's you can stir it. <laughs> And it's a spoon. Get, it's, it's a, a straw. spoon to get the olive at the bottom of the glass. <laughs> Decluttering, for real or no deal? Oh, for real. Yeah, for real. For real. Yes. For real. Okay. Yeah, I feel it, better about it. It really does free up the space in your mind because you're not obsessing about the mess or the yeah what you're trying to get rid of. Yeah, for real. totally. Okay, how about this? Watching an episode of This Is Us to have a good cry. For real. I mean, you got to be prepared for it, but for real. Yeah. For real. <laughs> Release that stuff. Yeah. Get it out of there. Absolutely. Well, Chrissy, thank you for joining us today. Oh, I appreciate pleasure. it. Can't wait to see you again know, real, too. real soon. But all of the shows that have been in the past, I'm going to start at the first and start over. Watching you on This Is Us. Okay. You did such a wonderful job. I love the whole cast. It's fun. And we hope to see you soon. Yes. What's the name of your new album that's out right now? Well, the album doesn't have a title, but oh. um, the new songs that are, are out are Talking to God and Actress. But the EP will come out hopefully by the end of September. Okay, we'll be looking for it. Okay. Thanks, Chrissy. Thank you be guys safe. so much. Nice to see you. Be well. Thanks, love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Love you. Bye. Too. Bye. <laughs> so, two great guests today with Tabitha and Chrissy. What did you take away from this? Well, first off, that I'd love to hang out with both of them all the time. Me too. Because they just seem so full of joy and sunshine and are themselves, which is the wonderful people to be around. We're from Tabitha, her humor of how she deals with her problems. They tried everything medically. And she said, you know, I'm going to take this into my own hands and I'm going to go vegan and see if that helps. So I really respected her for taking that, what is it, a 30-day challenge or something she, she did? She did 30-day cold turkey, went vegan. Yeah, went vegan, and her husband, bless his heart, went for it too, and he may not stay there, but I really think that was a wonderful thing she did for herself, and I love her attitude about 
going into that. And then with Chrissy, what reconfirmed for me is to surrender and trust. Yeah. I have a huge belief in God, but if I keep trying to do it all myself, and then when it doesn't work out, I go, hey, buddy, where were you? You should have been helping. I surrender first and trust that he's going to help me through it. Mm-hmm. And both of those things are self-care and wellness because you're taking care of yourself. What I really liked is that both of Tabitha and Christy sort of touched on, as well as you, about the idea that there is a mind and body connection. Totally. That, you know, our body doesn't feel good if our mind doesn't, and our mind can if our body doesn't. And so when we take mm-hmm. care of our body, it helps our emotional state of well-being. And I think about what I put into my body a little bit more and listen to my body. And I love what Chrissy said, too, is that she goes through her gratitude, whether it's a journal or just saying something in your mind before your feet hit the ground that day. That really stuck out to me because I try to have moments of feeling grateful throughout the day. But I like the idea of before you even put your feet on the ground, which by the way, that's a gift because you woke up and you get to put your feet on the ground. Sure. I like the idea of before you put your feet on the ground, just say something, one thing that you're grateful for. So I like that. I like that a lot. I was going to say, do you still want to try a sensory deprivation tank though? I do. Okay. You want to go do it together? Let's do that together. Okay. Okay. It was fun having Tabitha Brown and Chrissy Metz on our show today. We learned a lot. And as usual, we'll be back next time to share some more fun things. So bye-bye for now from Reba McIntyre and Melissa Peterman. Have a great day. Living and Learning with Reba McIntyre is a Spotify original podcast. Hosted and produced by me, Reba McIntyre, and my dear friend, Melissa Peterman. Our executive producers are Liz Gately, Yossi Salek, Gina Delvac, Danny Trebatch, and Justin McIntosh. Also produced by Dylan Rupert. Michael Hardman is our editor. Original music is composed by Doug Sizemore. Special thanks to Cultivated Entertainment, Leah Edwards, Alec Nelson, Robert Adler, and Casey Simonson for production support.